Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Daniel McAdams, our co-host. Daniel, good to see you. Good morning, Dr. Paul. How are you this morning? Doing well. Good. Are you you ready and raring to go? I am. Yes, I am. We're going to change the world. (laughs) One step at a time. And somebody said once, well, you know you're not going to change the world, but our job is to make sure they don't change us. (laughs) (laughs) That we know what we're trying to do, and we have a lot of other people that are interested. And uh, although uh, the world is filled with a lot of imperfect people, I think goals are very important. It happens to be that the goals of the the neoconservatives, the goals of the cultural Marxists and a few other groups, they're very precise. But that means that's the competition. And we frequently find something that we call good news. Matter of fact, uh, it might be worth to start off with something yeah. that uh, could be construed because it's written by a friend, uh, Jonathan uh, Turley. Mm-hmm. And I remember Jonathan so well because uh, I don't know who had the first contact when I was in the office. Maybe you were the ones that, you know, our Liberty Committee luncheon. Yeah. And he, he came more than once, you know. Uh, but he, he, but he was always good, and that was a you know off the record type of thing. But he's writing more; it's more public writing and and commenting on political things now. But um, he he said I had an article today talking about the uh, J6 hearings, and um, uh, he he has a citing a poll, which I guess shouldn't shock us, but it's sort of nice to hear. Because uh, it's cert- the, the uh, hearings certainly wouldn't change our minds yeah. anyway and say, oh boy, you know, I'm changing my mind on this. We got to arrest everybody, you know? <laughs> arrest the president, the former president. So he, he said, he, he's citing a poll that said essentially had, had no effect. And all, and all it was is propaganda. Yeah. Maybe they were removed from reality because they were still talking about documentaries by, by TV personnel and just thought the routine, uh, you know, lying would, would go over because they generally just put out propaganda. But this is good as far as I'm concerned that uh, they spent a lot of time. And who knows if, if it didn't, uh, you know, necessarily enhance the position the Democrats have, even though uh, Jonathan didn't say it, it might have shaken a few people loose if they can't say, I love it. How many people didn't love it and didn't say too much about it, too? You know, uh, how, how much of this will they put on? They just went through the uh, the lies and the uh, constraints put on us by uh, the lockdown for COVID. And then we're coming up, and this has been going on for months now. Yeah, years. And, uh, and, and it's not going to stop. So... Uh, I, I'm glad, glad to hear this, that, uh, that, that, that it wasn't a, a victory for the other side. Yeah, it's really interesting. Let's put on that first clip just to show this. This is from JonathanTurley.org. Um, a great article he did today. Poll, the, the January 6th hearings had virtually no impact on changing the public views. This is a Monmouth University poll asking, have the recent House January 6th committee hearings changed your mind about what happened at the Capitol that day or who was responsible? Or have the hearings not changed your mind? That was the operative question in what Jonathan wrote about. And in fact, 9 out of 10 people say it did not change their mind. So people had already made up their decision about this. And I think Turley frames this in a larger context, which is that 
These hearings could have been used to actually get to the bottom of what happened, but that would have been for that to have happened would have required the Democrats who control the committee to have allowed at least Republicans to name some <laughs> yeah. Republicans on the committee. Where was the credibility? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. There's no defense witnesses allowed. Uh, and plus, of course, other things like not showing the tapes. There's plenty of other things, apparently, that they have that they haven't shown. So he's, he looks at it as a missed opportunity. But in fact, I think why we view it as good news is because it was such a blatantly propagandistic political uh, theater charade uh, that uh, the fact that Americans are rejecting this, this committee hearing, I think, is a positive thing. You know, there's a possibility that what has gone on here in the last week is the Democrats knew this, that it didn't work. Yeah. So they have to have something stronger. And now that they have evidence that uh, they, they have a charge of Trump breaking the law that would, uh, and one of his punishments would be, he would never be allowed to run for office yeah. again. I mean, that, that is rather absurd. I, I thought maybe the Constitution was very precise on what the qualifications were. But, but anyway, it's, uh, it, it might be a sign of weakness on their part. Uh, and, uh, and now they have come up with this. And uh, after all those months, you can't say, I, I don't know if people should be shaking in their boots over this, but it certainly gets annoying. Just think of the, uh, the money spent in various sources to try to prove the lies going all the way back to the election in 16, uh, that, uh, that that's what they represent with a lot of political lies and, and there's evidence now and confessions made and people guilty, but uh, no, nobody ever uh, ha has come around to that. They still, they still think uh, a lot of people, you know, that uh, Hillary, Hillary was the one that was, uh, you know, abused and she's, yeah. she's feeling so good, she's back campaigning again. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, as, as you suggest, um, 60% of those polled uh, responded that they believe that the January 6th main aim is to ensure President Trump cannot run again in 2024. So most Americans, including 7 in 10 Republicans and 62% of all Democrats, they believe the real purpose of this is to present, prevent him from running again, which is a strange thing. It might show why it loses credibility. Pelosi, as, as Turley mentioned, she has admitted that this is not an investigative committee. This is a committee whose purpose <laughs> is to, quote, reinforce a narrative. And as we know, they hired a television producer to produce these hearings. So the whole thing has such a fake feel that it's not surprising that most Americans believe it or not. And, and that is the real reassurance can see through blatant propaganda. Yeah, they're not admitting it's a political narrative that they're working on it always. But, you, you know, I saw a report the other day where the Democrats were <clears throat> having a discussion and they said that, uh, oh, well, we really don't fear uh, Trump, uh, but uh, he, 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 he's, he's not a threat. But the people we, the person we really fear is DeSantis. And there could be some justification for that. Yeah. You could make the case for it. But it was almost like uh, shifting the attention that, uh, that Trump is out of it completely. Yeah. He was trying to set the, set the stage for the fact that uh, look to the next guy. And uh, of course, the next guy is going to get hit pretty hard, too. <laughs> it's just, I mean, everything they, they seem to want to try to hurt Trump with actually helps him. And a lot of people now that the smoke has cleared from this crazy FBI raid that we talked about yesterday, 
it looks like it's actually going to help him. You know, some would say the Democrats just launched Trump's campaign for him with this raid. So it's it's kind of funny in that way. They just keep shooting themselves in the foot, sort of like our foreign policy establishment. Well, let's look at here's here's one clip from the Monmouth University poll, if we can put that next one up. And this is interesting. It talks about uh, the changing views over time of what happened on January 6th. But I highlighted this one part that is kind of interesting that you definitely do not hear on the mainstream media. Uh, and let me just say, the beginning, when asked how to describe the incident at the Capitol, 64% said riot, 52% said insurrection, while 35% say it's appropriate to call it a legitimate protest. That's higher than I would think. These results are no more than one or two points different than the poll taken six weeks ago. Listen to this, though. Moreover, 29% of Americans, including six in 10 Republicans, continue to believe Joe Biden only won the 2020 election, presidential election, due to voter fraud. That, again, is something you will never see because we're told on the mainstream media only crazy people and kooks like Alex Jones believe the election was stolen. But with this poll, six in 10 Republicans and a full third of Americans in general believe that the election was was somehow rigged or fake. You it's know, pretty surprising. It, it, truth is breaking out. It, it reminds me of the shift in attitude about, including myself, the day after Kennedy was shot, you know, it looked like one guy, a crazy guy, went and shot him, and it was all Oswald. But uh, it turns out that over the years, more and more Americans, you know, have heard about and believe that, uh, that, that uh, you know, it, it was the CIA involved, and it was more than Oswald. So this is the thing. You know, I saw something on Trump, I guess today or yesterday, I thought was interesting. Um, you'd have to, I, I don't want to be critical, <laughs> but it seems like it took him a while to learn this lesson. Yeah. And the lesson is that he said, and he, he, was, he was confessing. He says, now I know what they mean about don't talk to them and what, taking yeah. the Fifth yeah. Amendment. Yeah. And, uh, of course, um, you, you know, the hardcore uh, constitutionalists have said, advised that for a long time. Yeah. You know, uh, just don't, don't get involved. And even people that have been involved pretty close to some of my activities, uh, the biggest thing is, is they try to get you to talk to the FBI, yeah. and if and, and they they they're professionals at you know tra entrapment. Yeah. It gets you one word or one thing or one date, and uh, then that becomes the crime itself. Not not lying, lying to a government official like an FBI yeah. agent. That that was considered uh, one of the greatest sins. But the whole thing is, is maybe that attitude will change too. But the answer to that is what the founders gave us. Don't talk to them, yeah. you know. Uh, so you don't, you don't know what's up their sleeve. Because most of the time, if, you, if the FBI and the prosecutors uh, indict you, uh, what is it, 90 some percent always are found guilty. Yeah. Isn't that what happened to Michael Flynn, I think, as well? You know, they no. catch him in a lie. They make him say something wrong. Well, moving on, I think this is, we want to just highlight a little bit of the cruelty of the sanction. And you, you, I think you really hit it on the head before the show when you said, you know, there's a war going on, Ukraine and Russia and everything. But this is somehow, this is different and it's kind of cruel. This is something we saw from our friends at antiwar.com. U.S. warns Africa against buying anything from Russia besides grain and fertilizer. And we know that these sanctions have impacted Africa significantly. There's a lot more hungry. Plus, uh, 
the COVID uh, problem has also destroyed their economy. And so instead of trying to figure out how to help them, the U.S. says you better not buy a single thing except for grain and fertilizer. You know, I've heard of an organization that they offer up a program, theoretically, theoretically, uh, essentially, but based on good common sense, where uh, if you follow certain rules, you can move toward a system of peace and prosperity. I be, I'm assuming that they, they haven't heard about this message, uh, you know, because what they're doing there, maybe they don't want peace and prosperity. And yeah. I've come to the conclusion there are some people who just don't want it. Their, their goal is power and control, and they don't have a sense of uh, honesty and, and uh, do, do not have uh, any sense of uh, right and wrong. And that's why they march on. And, uh, and here are they're extending it. How could they care about Russia? Why? What? What moral authority do we have to do this? Then you get to thinking about. I was kidding, kidding. No, I'm serious. Yeah. They say, why? Why do we think we have the authority to tell? Uh, you know what what Russia can do with the starving people in, in Africa? Yeah. And I said, well, that, what about what about Europe? Yeah. We tell the Europeans what to do. They and they have, and you know, if the Europeans had uh, the, d demanded a little bit of national sovereignty, they wouldn't have bent over and yeah. rolled over and put put our weapons up on the borders of of, of yeah. Russia. So this is uh, this is a re really absurd of what they do on this uh, because they go along with it and, uh, and whatever they say, we do. We, we do they do what we want and and that that is empire building but it's also building and planting the seeds of hatred toward us and we see that breaking out all the time some of the statistics where we would be rated the highest in freedom and prosperity and all these things right now on those, some of those international polls you find out that uh, it isn't uh, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't know it by our borders but uh, there's less people uh, considering us the freest and most prosperous nation. You know, for some reason, I really don't know why, but we seem to send a lot of dopey people to be ambassadors <laughs> to the UN. Remember, we had Nikki Haley there, who was a real national embarrassment. Well, the current one, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, I think she takes the cake. She's probably one of the dumbest people I've seen, and that says a lot. But she's the one who issued this warning to Africa. You better not buy anything. And as you point out, how is that going to endear the Africans uh, to the U.S., you know, you, oh, you're hungry? Well, too bad. You got to starve. Now here, I was just digging around a little bit, and I pulled up this article. If you can put up that next clip, um, this is uh, the head of the the president of the African Union, Macky Sall, told Vladimir Putin that Africans were victims economically of the conflict in Ukraine. So I don't know the exact context of this meeting, but we see uh, Russia's President Putin meeting with the head of the uh, African Union, probably trying to sell them something. Uh, whereas what we are doing is shaking our finger at them and telling them, don't you buy any food? <laughs> you guys are hungry? Well, that's too bad. Too bad for you. So that's the U.S. foreign policy in a nutshell. Yeah, it's c continuation of it. We'll, we'll mark this one down. Not good news. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no surprises there. I mean, that's what we've been doing. And uh, uh, it, the question is, 
is why do these countries roll over? Why don't they see the benefits of independence? And we used to talk about Sweden's independence and Switzerland's independence, and all of them have moved into the globalist category, yeah. uh, probably not extremely speaking, but more so than they used to be. There yeah. was always somebody clinging to their independence, and uh, yet, uh, you know, since we don't have a vote for those other countries and we shouldn't be voting in the United Nations, we certainly ought to uh, pass out a suggestion to our own representatives. Yeah. You know, our national security can be easily understood. All you have to do is read the Constitution and all of a sudden you'll find out there is a Fifth Amendment and you don't have to be badgered by everybody that claims that they're going, they're, they want to talk to you for your own benefit. That's, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> Well, you know, in the interest of fairness, Dr. Paul, we do tend to mention it when Biden's polling numbers go down. So I think it's only fair to mention when they go up and they have gone up. Let's put up this next. This is from Reuters. Biden's approval rises to 40 percent, the highest in two months. A new Reuters Ipsos poll shows two points. He rose. He was at only 38 percent approval. Uh, and now he's gone up to 40. And I mentioned it to you and suggested we bring it up. And you said, well, I'm not surprised with all the success propaganda like we <laughs> talked about yesterday. It worked. It worked. Yeah. Yeah. And when, when we looked at it, you know, the four big items, they were all wrong, yeah. morally wrong, constitutionally wrong. And monetarily, they're wrong. It was all going to increase the inflation. And, and, of course, the media pumped it out. Tremendous success, you know, this week. And the polls go up. Yeah. But I predict that will not be a trend. <laughs> I, I don't think so. Well, here might be another reason that the polls are going up for Biden. It's just blatant lying. Let's put up this. Let's pu uh, play that video clip. Here's Biden doing another blooper. We could probably do a whole show on those, maybe a whole week of shows on it. Let's listen to Bi uh, Biden talking about inflation in July, here we go. Actually, I just want to say a number, zero. Today, we received news that our economy had zero percent inflation in the month of July. Zero percent. <laughs> Actually, I I'm going to give you a number, zero. We had zero inflation in July. No <laughs> wonder people are so thrilled until they go to the store and find out it's not exactly the case. He was enthusiastic about his statement. So. Yes. So, you know, um, I have another little item here uh, because I'm an expert in this field. You actually, yes, yeah. absolutely. I'm a declared expert, relatively speaking, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not for the subject as I as they have put it in. The, if I, you know, when, there was a bill when the bill for uh, the Inflation Reduction Act, a lot of stuff in there. Oh, yeah. Billions and billions of dollars that the Republicans, uh, you know, the Democrats are on record and they thought that uh, to be qualified to be at the United, uh, to the Supreme Court, you ought not to have a narrow view that you can divide a man and a woman. I mean, that's way too narrow. You, you should be a little more tolerant and, and, uh, and not just, just declare you know exactly what a woman a man is. So in, in the midst of all this ridiculous stuff, uh, the Republicans introduced amendment in this uh, Inflation Reduction Act, and uh, they said uh, that, all, that they wanted to define pregnancy as a biologically female process. Now that's extremism that we just cannot put up with. And once again, you know, I, I kid, but 
boy, it's getting tougher and tougher for me to get back into the medical care here. And I, I'm going to have, they'll have to restructure every course. But you know what? They have restructured a lot in, in the medical schools, entrance exams and everything else, following a lot of wokeism, you know, even. And look at, look at how medicine rolled over for COVID. Yeah. You know, what, what a shame that is. But uh, they, they, uh, they said that that's going to be the definition. I, I predict that uh, more people will make fun of it than just me and other gynecologists, but uh, it's, it's just the idea that, that we could get this far. Yeah. <laughs> and every Democrat votes against saying that it's a female process. Yeah, yeah that's Every it. single one. But, it, but, yeah, but uh, yeah, you know, the Republicans, when, when we're in an atmosphere like here, things are a bit partisan. Yeah. So you can't even, you can't even, I shouldn't say anything negative, but <laughs> you can't even trust uh, the uh, people who, uh, you know, opposed it, yeah. the, the negative votes. The Republicans, when they're in charge, it seems like they're, uh, you know, dedication to truth and liberty, arts, uh, they, they aren't always, uh, you know, solid. Well, I always, I often find myself in despair over what's happening, but I just can't believe, I have to, I have enough faith in people to, to understand that this is not going to go over. Most people, <laughs> most people are sane and most people believe that women have babies, not men. So... You know, except yeah. the Democrats, I guess. Yeah, but that is, that is true, and I'm I'm in that camp where there's there's a limit. But in the meantime, because some of the dumb things that came out during COVID, and and we feel like the outrage, and I try to say. Yeah, don't worry about it because <laughs> this might just have generated two million people for us yeah. because it's, ex it's extreme and they say this is too much and I think that is going on I think and you mentioned at the opening program about the raid yeah. maybe the raid's going to backfire yeah, on them because yeah. uh, they're they're at a point uh, where uh, people don't believe them anyway and you know the, the I know one thing the loyal the loyalists for uh, Trump uh, it will not fade. It will be more, uh, more intense than ever before. The big thing is, is uh, where will the people who haven't paid much attention? But anybody with, uh, you know, a little bit of integrity ought to, you know, put two and two together because, you know, you know when you look at all this stuff that has, uh, has gone on and uh, it's all done in the name of, of uh, protecting democracy, protecting our constitution, whether it's foreign policy or domestic policy or COVID, Nash, uh, even during the COVID, yeah. they, they were talking about this is a national security issue, you know, the nonsense. So it's time people looked for a different answer than that has prevailed over, and, and increasingly so over the decades because the trend has to be reversed. And I think the trend away from this nonsense is coming. Well, I just want to close by reminding our viewers, you know, we are primarily a publishing uh, company, uh, the Institute. And so go to ronpaulinstitute.org. Go there every day. We have new articles up. Not too many. A lot of places like Anti-War do great with putting up a ton of articles. Uh, and that's great. We try to pick out a couple to sift a couple that you probably should read for the day. We've got a great one. I was just thinking as we were finishing up. A great one from Matt Taibbi called Welcome to the Third World about the raid on Trump's house. And Taibbi is no fan of Trump by any stretch of the imagination, but he rightly points out the disturbing implications of this, uh, of this raid. Um, and also, I will remind everyone to subscribe for updates to the Ron Paul Institute. They're free. We don't sell or rent your name. 
We just keep you abreast of what we're doing. Sometimes we offer discounts to conferences. We'll do a short update. Just go to ronpaulinstitute.org, hit subscribe up on the top and subscribe for free uh, and, join the, and join the family. Dr. Paul? You know, when people talk about this now, frequently they'll bring up uh, the other uh, information that we get from this recent bill they passed, and they threw a few bucks in there to get a few tens of thousands of, of new uh, IRS inspectors with guns because they're short of cash and they need to collect it. Uh, and it, it, it's not going to come from the very wealthy. The wealthier, uh, you know, either treated differently or they you know how to take care of their funds. But the amount of money that they plan to collect with these additional agents uh, uh, is all coming from the middle class, and, which is always the case. And one of the other most sinister of all regressive taxes on the people is the inflation, inflation tax. You know, because people in different categories, everybody doesn't suffer the same, you know, from, uh, uh, from inflation, uh, prices going up. Uh, everybody's is a little bit different because, uh, you know, income's different, expenses are different, so how far they have to drive to work is different, illnesses are different, so their inflation might be a lot different. And one of the biggest farces on this protect, uh, you know, per, uh, reporting of the inflation and taking care of everybody is, uh, well, yes, it looks like the CPI just went up uh, 10%, but if you uh, el if you eliminate uh, the uh, and just count core inflation, it's much lower, and the core inflation eliminates uh, some unimportant things like food and uh, energy. So you eliminate that, then it doesn't look so bad. I mean, I, I, I've heard too many people that didn't study economics but has common sense have common sense and they see right through that they they don't buy into this stuff there's no inflation well there's no reset uh, recession either how'd that happen it was cured in a day yeah the president says we changed the definition so we're not in a recession so feel good about that i mean what nonsense but truth is breaking out and that is our goal to stir it up and let it break out even more because that's the only answer we have because we reject the notion that we should repeal the system we have by the use of force. It has to be done ideologically uh, by the ideas that are passed on that are good ideas and try to persuade people that this is a better way. Certainly the persuasion is available to us in foreign policy. The tragedy there is it only, the persuasion and the desire to persuade people against the wars usually takes about 10 or 20 years years of nonsense, a wasted money and wasted lot. So our one effort is to try to wake up people sooner, to try to prevent this from happening. As a physician, I believe in preventative medicine. In politics, I believe in pre preventative medicine and stop these programs before they get tragically bad. And right now, we're on the verge of this uh, monetary system and spending uh, getting way out of hand. So uh, I, I think uh, everybody that uh, cares should be able to find an answer. And if people get confused, the guideline, and not the final answer, and not absolute knowledge, but the guideline is the, the law of the land, and that's the Constitution, and not pretend that, uh, you know, it doesn't even exist, and we hear a lot of talk now, because of some people, they don't even believe, I mean, they don't, they don't just bend the rules, they don't believe that should be the law of the land, and uh, so they totally ignore it, and they feel good about it. 
well, I'd like them to feel good about the return to sanity and return to a system of government where peace and prosperity is the issue. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today to the Liberty Report. Please come back soon.